0: Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Thursday, November 19th. I'm your host, Rod Bloom. We are recording a little bit later than usual in the week and in the evening. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about the upcoming game with the Philadelphia Eagles. And joining me is a good friend of mine who happens to live in the Philadelphia area, Eric Kaplan. Eric, how are things going for you tonight?
1: Pretty good, Rod. Pretty good. I just I can't wait for the weekend. I'm ready for the Eagles Browns game. It's going to be a good one. I
0: expect a good game. Yeah. Um, We'll see. I I think the Eagles. uh, I think the Eagles are better than their record, and I think I think it's going to be a tough game. So, um, yeah. Um, You know, I just I think this stretch the Browns are in. yeah, you know, I think a lot of people are kind of chalking these up as wins, and you know, I thought the Texans game was, had a chance to be a tough one, and the Browns played well, but I think the Eagles is is a similar kind of game as as the Texans, where where the team definitely has potential to come in and and play very well against the Browns. So, um, so yeah, I think I think we're in store for for a good game.
1: We are, and the good thing is like. You know, we, we, the Eagles need to – well, they're getting some of their offensive line back. But it's I still don't think it's going to be enough because everybody on there is, like, mostly old. And, you know, Carson Wentz can't do everything. We just need – you know, he needs better protection. That's all it, it's, well, it is. And I honestly believe that Doug Peterson needs to stop calling the plays. He just needs to stop doing it because that's really ruining the offense.
0: I guess the uh, Eagles have given up a lot of sacks.
1: 35 sacks in nine
0: games, almost uh, almost four sacks a game. That that's a bundle.
1: Oh, if I see Carson Wentz get one sacked one more time, I'm gonna have a massive heart attack.
0: Yeah, I mean he's on pace for. I mean shoot, four sacks a game. It's like I mean, he's on pace for what to be sacked like 60 times this year, Something like that. I mean that's enough to that's enough to beat anybody up and really mess their career
1: up. And I feel like the more times he's going to get sacked and he's going to suffer a major injury, then we're going to be really hurting big time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't have uh, you guys don't have Nick Foles as as the backup. Now, who's the who's the current backup in Philadelphia?
1: Uh, We have rookie Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, He's been I know he saw some snaps early. Have they still been using him occasionally or not as often as they did early?
1: he's only been coming in for, like, at least a couple of plays. Like, they're trying to – like, they're going to try to use him, like, how Taysom Hill gets used in New Orleans, but, like, they're not really mm. using Jalen Hurts enough. Like, he'll come in for, like, maybe one or two plays, and that's it. Like, he he doesn't really throw the ball that much, and I think he needs to work on throwing the ball a little bit more. All he's doing is literally running.
0: So you pretty much know what's going to happen when he comes in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you think the uh... – it, the Eagles. You think the Eagles need to run the ball more?
1: It's it's tough because like the offensive line is not giving Carson Wentz the protection that he needs, and like that's what I think it is. It's really just the offensive line. It's not really working that well. And how? And we can't even get Miles Sanders going that much.
0: Well, my. We're, we're jumping around here, but Miles Sanders is averaging like like six yards a carry, but he's not getting that many carries. Um, you know, in Carson Wentz, I, I went through and I took an average game for Carson Wentz and an average game for Baker Mayfield just so we could compare what what they're doing right now. And and I I had to round numbers, you know, but um, Carson Wentz average per game. Um, is 22 completions on 38 attempts he he's averaging almost 40 attempts a game which is which is a lot you know and and that's for 232 yards and he's averaging but well, he, he's got uh 12 touchdown passes and 12 picks so figure out you know a touchdown pass and a pick a game uh, baker is like 17 of 27 for for a buck 83 and and two touchdown passes and and one pick per game.
1: And I, uh, and I got to tell you that Baker Mayfield has been playing so much better this year. Like I understand how you guys lost OBJ and it does hurt a little bit to the offense, but now you guys have Nick Chubb back and I got to say that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are the best one, two punch in football. And you guys have a great offensive line and especially drafting Jezric Willis. You know, he's a beast and, Miles Garrett is a is a machine, and you guys are playing so much better this year. Like I, like again, I am gonna be rooting for the Browns like I do, all season and every year. I'm gonna be rooting for them because I want them to win.
0: Probably except this week, right?
1: <laughs> exactly, except this week. <laughs> 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 understandable. Sorry, Eagles are first.
0: <laughs> yeah, understandable. Um, yeah, it just, uh, you know. I, it just feels like the uh, like the Eagles are, and I understand the whole offensive line issue, but it feels like the Eagles are trying to uh, that, that they haven't put enough into trying to establish the run. Um, I agree with season. you, you know. It, and um, man, it it's tough to pass the ball when your offensive line isn't protecting you too, and when you when you don't have the true threat of a run. I mean, we saw that last year with Baker. I mean, Baker was running for his life all the time when the offensive line wasn't as good. And, and I mean, it, it's hard to watch because you can you can try to throw the ball all three downs and you know and hope you get, hope you get a completion. But man, if you're running for your life all three downs or, or you take a sack and, and you're looking at a second and nineteen, you know, man, it, it's tough. It's just really tough.
1: It is. I couldn't agree more with you. And do you know that the Eagles' best receiver is Travis Fulgham? Like he, came, this kid came out of nowhere. Like it's amazing. He is our number one wide receiver.
0: Was he? Was he? Uh, where? I know you say he came out of nowhere, but where did he actually come from? Was he undrafted or what?
1: Uh, he went to school at Old Dominion, I believe it was. And then he, he, I think he's been on what two or three or four practice squads. With uh, I know one was with the Packers. I think. Yeah, it was with the Packers, and I think the other one was with Detroit. But I definitely know one was with the Packers, so.
0: Man, his his breakout game against Pittsburgh, he was – man, he looked good.
1: Yes, he, looked, he did. He
0: was catching everything. I mean, he just he, – he looked unstoppable against the Steelers that game. Uh oh. And I was rooting so hard for, for the Eagles that game, especially against the Steelers.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, of course. Anytime time when you have a Eagles-Steelers game, you have to be rooting for the Eagles. No offense yeah. to the fans in Steel City.
0: There aren't a whole lot of them listening to this show, but there might be one or two. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was trying to uh, trying to look at this, and you know, Miles Garrett uh, up against that uh, offensive line, which has kind of struggled. I think a lot of people are are expecting that maybe Miles will have a big day. Um, you know, to me, I, I think um, I think for the Eagles, it probably is going to fall on Carson Wentz to throw the ball a lot because the Browns' uh, run defense has been a little bit better than their passing defense overall. But to me, it still kind of comes down to if the Eagles get their running game going, um, you know, it it gives them a better shot. So I'm just looking at Miles, Miles Sanders versus Miles Garrett and which guy has the better game, which guy stands out more, could have something to do with with who ends up winning this one.
1: You're right. I, as long as we play great on the offensive line and Miles Sanders gets going, Miles Garrett won't be able to touch us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Miles has been a little quiet the past couple of weeks. I mean, he he should have had a full sack last game, I thought, but they only gave him a half one. And I think he didn't have any sacks the week before because he was a little bit uh, dinged up. And I'm skipping past the bye week, but uh, he's still leading the league with nine and a half. Um, Got to figure he's expecting to to get back on the board this week against the Eagles.
1: He will definitely be getting a sack this week. He is he is honestly the best defensive end in football.
0: Um. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot of disagreement, not on not on this show, anyways, Eric. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, the the Eagles have been in most of their games, and and I mean, they played the they played the Ravens and the Steelers, both really tough. Um, so, to me, the the record's a little deceiving. I know they've been banged up, and and you know they. <sighs> That loss last week to the Giants was pretty ugly. You know, that that's a game I really expected them to, to do well in and, and, and to win.
1: Um, oh, God, but, I was yeah. so angry about that game. Like, oh, my God. It was, like, embarrassing to watch.
0: Yeah, so what what are the Eagles right now? How do you feel about this team? I mean, do you feel like they're a team who can play with anybody, or do you feel like they're a team that's – that still really doesn't know what they are yet.
1: I personally don't think we know what we are because, like, because obviously the Eagles all season ha- hasn't been healthy. We haven't, no, we've had no offensive line, no wide receivers, and, and everybody's not healthy. But if everybody can play healthy and show that we're healthy, then we can actually be dominant. And if Carson Wentz can stop making these. Mistakes, then we will be okay.
0: Yeah, the Browns, uh, the Browns have been pretty good in with turnovers this season. Uh, I think they're still sitting at like plus four turnover ratio. Eagles are Eagles are minus seven. It's not so good. Um, and as we know, turnover the turnover battle determines NFL games a lot. So I, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I mean, that's another thing. If uh, if Carson Wentz isn't careful with the ball, it's certainly gonna it's certainly gonna help the Browns out. Um, the Browns have been pretty careful with the ball the last few weeks.
1: Yes, they have, and it's a good thing for the Eagles for this week. Uh, Jalen Rager is back for for game number two. So if he we if we can get him going then I'll be good. And plus Alshon Jeffrey's back. So if we can get him going as well, then I think we're going to be okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Browns, uh, Browns DBs are are definitely not the strength of the team, the linebackers and DBs. So, you know, we have, uh, we have Denzel Ward who can take somebody kind of away.
1: Well, that kid is, that kid's amazing. I love Denzel Ward, major big fan of him from Ohio state. Love him.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, in today's NFL, it's um, you almost can't use the word shut down corner because even the best corners end up giving up plays just because of the rules now. But um, but he's been playing just outstanding football. So but he can only cover one guy, you know. So um, so if you have all your you know if you have several receivers back, you got to figure that that's uh, probably the direction that the Eagles are going to be looking, hoping to. Hoping to exploit, you know, the weakness in the Browns secondary, but the Browns—I don't know—the Browns. Um, it's real hard to say. Coming off the buy, uh, the game game this past week against the Texans, I think there were definitely some weather issues in that game, but the defense only gave up seven points. Now, now the Texans left some points on the table. You know, they they went for it deep in Browns territory and they missed a field goal, so. They could have had a few more points, uh, potentially, but, um, it really seemed like, like, uh, Joe Wood and, and, and the Browns, uh, you know, and the Browns' brain trust, that all the coaches, like maybe they found some things, um, you know, ways to, ways to kind of help out on defense and, and figured some things out during that bye. So, so we'll see if any of that carries over to the Eagles or not, because, um, you know there've been games where the Browns have just been torched you know by the pass and and if that happens and if they can't get that defense off the field then it's going to be a long day for the Browns
1: it is and every week every week that yeah, your Browns get better and better so but you know what even though the even though it was a low scoring game against the Texans last week you guys got the win And that's all that matters
0: yeah yeah, um I really don't care what score it is. <laughs> but uh but yeah, yeah, win is good. Um you know, that's I think the first win the Browns have all season where they didn't score 30 points. I believe that's the case and I I don't have their I don't have the schedule up in front of me, but I think that's the case and you know, I actually predicted that on the podcast last week, but I I had them scoring like uh I hit them scoring like twenty four or something, not not ten that they, that they did. <laughs> a lot lower scoring than I expected.
1: Yes, you, you just don't know about the weather
0: in Cleveland. Um,
1: no, so the weather there is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: yeah, people are screaming for a dome, but I don't think we can get one built. Uh, you know, like overnight or anything.
1: If you guys have a dome, how it's going to be so disappointing to the dog pound f- fans who wear the dog. Uh, the dog mask or whatever
0: it'd be it'd be kind of weird it really would because because uh, yeah just the tradition you know um certain cities i mean think of like think of if like uh, lambo field was a dome it just would be so weird
1: oh yeah absolutely or, or lambo gillette so
0: yeah so i don't expect it to happen Time, but, uh, but we'll see. You never know. Um, you know, the Browns have had some guys on the COVID list. I think most of them are most of them are cleared off, and it sounds like they're going to be playing. Uh, Miles Garrett actually went home sick Wednesday. Uh, they're saying non-COVID related, but he's supposed to be back in, uh, back with the Browns tomorrow. Um, I think. I think the other guys have been cleared, except I don't know if Andy Janovich, the fullback, is. Is cleared yet so there's a chance he misses the game but i mean the browns had browns had uh jack conklin Char- charlie huglet and and the and their kicker cody parkey all on the covet list this week
1: and, and baker and baker mayfield
0: well and baker yeah um but uh but yeah i think i think they're pretty much on the clear i don't know about uh, janovich so hopefully he'll get to play but um you Know just getting the other guys back is, is definitely a big positive. Um, I thought, do you know what's going on with COVID with the Eagles? Was there somebody that had COVID with, with the Eagles or not? I'm not,
1: really yes, sure. uh, uh, today there was somebody that had, that had was put on the reserve COVID list for the Eagles. I can actually tell you that in it right now. I, I think was a, it was actually a couple of people. To be honest with you,
0: it's uh, it's been tough to keep up with with all the guys with with all the injuries and and the COVID. Um, you know the things change daily in the NFL right now, and it's it's a lot different from any other time in the NFL from anything we've seen.
1: Yes, we have. And here are the names for the Eagles that were placed on the reserve COVID list. J.J. Ortega whiteside John Hightower, Deontay Burnett, and Vinny Curry and Corey Clement.
0: Okay. So that is that something that just happened today
1: or recently? Yeah, the just happened hmm. today. I got it on Breaking News. Wow. So, uh,
0: so you have to see if any of those guys are able to play, play or not, but... Um, I would say yeah, Clement's pretty big, uh, could be a big factor, huh? Yeah, I mean, he plays quite a bit, even with Miles Sanders uh, healthy, right? So um, so we'll see. I mean, I guess it's a factor for every team. but um, So the Browns are a three-point favorite in this at home, which, again, means that it's, the odds makers pretty much see it as an even game. Which is interesting when you when you have a team that's six and three playing a team that's three five and one, but you know I, I really feel like like I said earlier that the Eagles are probably better than their record. You know they're getting healthier, and the I don't know if everybody still knows what they have in the Browns. Even you know I, even after watching last week, I, I I don't know how people are not a little more confident in the Browns after last week. Um, I know it was a, a weather-related game, but just the way the Browns ran the ball, but, but probably more importantly, the way the defense played. Yes, to, to, to see the defense actually show up in a game. Um, up until last week, and I, I know the uh, the Raiders, I don't think scored a ton of points, but um, but the Browns got kind of tossed around in that game, so. Um, you know, up up until the up until the Houston game, the Browns' defense was really winning by getting pressure on the quarterback, creating turnovers, and you know just making stops at the right time in the game. They they weren't shutting anybody down, and which is you know that, that sometimes that's all you can do in the NFL now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're right about that.
0: <laughs> I mean, in the NFL now, you you hold your opponent under 20 points, and and you should win. You know, you're not supposed to go out there and pitch a shutout every week. It's just not how how football is now. If if you're if you're giving up 20, you know, even a little more than 20 points on defense, man, you you had a pretty good game. Yes, you did. So. um so tell me, uh, tell me what you think, uh, what you think a game plan would lo- would look like for the Eagles in order to, uh, you know, in order for them to come in and be successful against the Browns.
1: A very good run game, and as long as our wide receivers can catch the ball and Carson Wentz doesn't make any mistakes.
0: And what do you expect out of of the Eagles' defense against the Browns' offense?
1: I expect our corners to be shutting everybody down, I would hope, because we have one of the best corners in the game of Darius Slay. So I take it he'll probably be covering Rashard Higgins most likely, or Jarvis Landry. Higgins or
0: Jarvis, yeah. Yeah. One of the two. Uh
1: And I know we just moved Jalen Mills back to corner for a little bit, so unless – Unless unless they're going to move him back to safety on Sunday, but as long as we just shut everybody down and everybody can play their game, the Eagles will will win.
0: What about uh, what about against the run game? How do you what are you what's your confidence level about the Eagles being able to, to slow the Browns down in the run game? Do you think that can happen in a close game that the Eagles can slow the Browns down there, or do you? Or do you think the Eagles have to get a lead in this game and try to take the Browns
1: out of the
0: running game?
1: I think we can. I think we can slow them down as long as we uh, we have a healthy Fletcher Cox. I think we're going to be okay.
0: That's a confident Eric Kaplan talking about his Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> so what? So what could go wrong then? Um, what? Uh, what? what keeps you awake at night about this Browns team?
1: Uh, I mean, you guys are scary. That's for sure. Like you guys could win because the way we've been playing football. It's been horrible.
0: Yeah, I think it, I think it comes down to really to the Browns uh, running game. And if the Browns can get that going and, um, You know, and keep the game close, and and really and really just kind of do what what they plan to do, which is which is to to run Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt over and over and over until the Eagles' defensive line just really doesn't want any more of them. Um, Which is kind of the which is kind of the plan, you know. It's kind of what they did last last week against against Houston. they, you know, um, they didn't run for huge average numbers early in the game. Um, you know, just just good good carries, good pickups. But as the game wears on, they start getting just, you know, start putting a little you know bigger runs out there, and and you can just see that it's kind of wearing the other team down a little bit. And just the ability to go from chub to hunt and back and forth and bringing a fresh guy out who's who's still got that ability um you know i think that's what the browns really want to do uh they'll they'll use baker and you know when they need to and um if if the game's on the line and they need to to try to get down the field and score quickly then they'll certainly try to do that but that's not really what the browns want to do they want to get they want to get nick chubb and and kareem hunt each Fifteen to twenty carries, just like they did last week.
1: Yeah, like again, you guys have the best one-two punch in football, and I guarantee you that those guys are going to make our make the Eagles' defense exhausted.
0: That's that's the plan. Yeah, uh, but you know, I think the Eagles. Uh, I would think the Eagles' game plan is to come in and try to try to put some points on the board quick. Um, you know, or. Maybe not necessarily quick, but you know to be successful in their drives and, and to score, so that they so that they get points up there and, and try to get a lead and try to get the Browns to where they're trying to put it more in Baker's hands. And not that Baker's been bad, but man, if I'm taking if if I'm facing the Browns, I would rather I would rather drop back and try to stop Baker from passing than I would try to. Uh, be up at the line trying to stop Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt all game.
1: I couldn't agree more. You,
0: yeah. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see how the, uh, we'll see how the, uh, how the defenses show up. Um, it's fun to talk about the offenses, but you know, a lot of time it, it comes down to the defenses and the turnovers and, um, you know, big plays, things like that. So. Do you have a, a a prediction for this game, Eric?
1: I do. Eagles win
0: 27-17. By 10. And they hold the Browns to 17 points. Okay. That's that's a homer pick, which which is certainly allowed on this show. I uh, I made a pick earlier tonight, and I'm gonna go with if I can remember the numbers because <laughs> it's late. Um, I believe I said uh, Browns uh, Browns twenty twenty four to twenty four to twenty. I think it's gonna be a close
1: game. I do. Um, that's a that's a real close game. Wow! By four.
0: Yeah, I, I think it'd be close. I think it'll come down you know, to, I think it's going to come down the fourth quarter. Uh, We'll see what happens, but, um, you know, I think Baker's going to have to do something, but I think the Browns are going to run the ball pretty successfully, but I think the Eagles will hang in there definitely and be able to score with them. Uh, So, so I expect it to be a game that goes four quarters and, and, uh, you know, comes down to, comes down to a play at the end. I think that's, what's going to happen. You're right. Those are the kind of games that are fun to watch anyways, right? Exactly. All right, so, Eric, you have a, an account on Twitter. Let's let's shout that out, and I want to give you a few minutes to, to, to give that and just talk about what you do on that account.
1: Sure. My Twitter name is Eric Schefter, um, and then it's at ECAP115. When you see, it'll be my face with uh, Adam Schefter's body on it. Uh, so what I pres- what I really do on Twitter is I find out what's going on around the leagues in both NFL, NBA, uh, college football. And like I said, I'll, I'll follow everything. But normally, what I will put on Twitter is mostly, you know, a little bit of NBA draft, uh, a lot of NFL draft, a lot of NFL breaking news, rumors. Same thing with the NBA and some college football news, too, a little bit, especially when college game day's on the road. So, and everything I post is real. I get it from all the sources and all my sports apps that text me from right to my phone, and and I, I enjoy it. I I enjoy what I do, and I've been doing this for, like, the last few years, and I, I do it every single day. I'm never going to stop.
0: Well, guys, uh, Eric's a great follow, so definitely give him a follow on Twitter, at ecaplin15. Uh, great guy, great great uh, account to follow and uh, big Philly sports fan, but he knows what's going on uh, everywhere. So um, you're available to do other podcasts too, right? That's right. All right. <laughs> well, it's been great talking to you, Eric. Uh, would you like to leave the fans of Cleveland with any words of wisdom or, or parting words?
1: Well, I'm going to say is I'm, I love the dog pound, I really do, but I'm still rooting for my Eagles.
0: <laughs> Can't blame you there. I would, uh, I would think something was wrong if you were rooting against your hometown team. So.
1: Oh my god, I would probably get, I would definitely get murdered.
0: <laughs> that would probably happen.
1: Yeah. Yes, because you know, you know how Eagles fans are. We're We're so we're, we're assholes. <laughs>
0: I might have to make a little snippet of a promo out of that just for fun.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um we we have a a uh, little bit of a uh, an update coming up here with Jarvis Courtney, so we're going to talk to him next. Um Eric, it's been great talking to you. And uh um we'll uh, we'll have to do this again. I know it, We've been trying to get you on here for a while and and we finally found a good spot. So, um, so I appreciate you coming on and talking.
1: Of course, Rod. Anytime is a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed this opportunity to come on your show and I, I hope to do it more with you.
0: That sounds good. All right. Take care, Eric. You too.
1: Still looking for that gift for somebody special? Check out Skipping Stones on Etsy. We have handmade jewelry. Hair accessories and frame poetry. And starting Monday, we're running a 20% off if you spend $25. Check us out www.etsy.com, Skipping Stones, S K I P P I N S T O N E Z.
0: All right, and we're going to bring in Jarvis Courtney, Frank the Tank, number 52. Jarvis, how are things going?
2: going good sir going good thanks for the opportunity man thanks for having me back on
0: absolutely it's always good to talk to you yes sir so you're uh still training your training all the time and and uh trying to trying to catch a break so why don't you why don't you bring everybody up to date on uh you know how how i guess how your training's going and you know how uh how everything else is going for you
2: the uh, training is going very well. Uh, I remember the last time I talked to y'all, I told y'all I was training twice a day, but now we kind of bumped it up a notch, so I'm training three times a day. Um, everything's going good, getting stronger, faster, techniques getting better. Uh, you know, just you know, still praying and hoping for opportunity. Uh, just last month, I had a workout with Hub Football Camp out in California. I did good out there. Talked to some NFL scouts, me and my agent. Um, we were talking to Atlanta but with COVID and everything that's going on right now you know they kind of iffy on if they want to pull the trigger or not or whatever because of COVID but not really praying that someone gets injured or anything like that but if they could lose like a couple more bodies at the offensive line then that could be a door opener for me so I'm just staying ready so once I get there I don't have to try to get ready
0: Right. Well, I mean that that's all you can do is be physically ready, when you know when they uh, when somebody calls, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So it sounds like you're doing your part there. Uh, you know, talking, uh, you know, with you talking with your agent, and that do do you guys feel like, uh, like this season with COVID, that Things are just different. Do you feel like like maybe there'd be more opportunity once COVID goes away potentially or not?
2: Uh yeah. We was we was talking about that the other day and he was explaining to me how yeah, like you just said, once COVID is is done, it'd be a lot of doors opening for me. But it's is it's just so that I'm ready right now. I just want an opportunity right now. I understand that you know COVID is it, it's it's affecting a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I've been fighting for this for a long time and everything like that. It's my dream, you know, and I don't want this to hold me back. I'm not I'm not going to allow it to hold me back. Um, we all know why I play the game and why I'm training the way I am because of my family, my son, that means losing my grandmother to cancer and everything like that and for the people that support me. And I just, I just don't want... I want to allow COVID to stop me from making it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I understand, you know, and that makes total sense. But, you know, it's kind of um, what you're saying, how it how COVID has affected a lot of people. You know, it's it slowed a lot of people's dreams down. And the fact that you're going to keep fighting for it, you know, uh, that that's a good thing for people to see that, you know, maybe it's maybe it's going to slow things down. But it doesn't mean you got to stop, you know, stop living your life, stop following your dreams. So hopefully we're on, uh, you know, hopefully we're getting close to, um, I know there's vaccines coming out. So hopefully things are getting close to where vaccines will start, um, you know, turning the tide on this. I think it's going to still be several months, but, um, you know. I think a lot of people, you know, even if even if they're not in a situation like you or or people who have, uh, um, you know, lost loved ones or lost employment, um, you know, to where COVID's had a just a major direct impact on their life. Just everybody else is still just kind of. Uh, you know, affected either mentally or just kind of stir crazy from what's going on with COVID. So, I think everybody's ready for this thing to to be to be contained and and hopefully get back to some normalcy. And hopefully that'll um, you know if something doesn't happen to you before then. Hopefully, you know, yeah. whenever this thing gets going, hopefully that'll open more doors for you. Most
2: definitely, most definitely appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so. Um, what so what uh, so what, uh, what other uh, what other steps do you have coming up in the future other other places um, that you're gonna be able to try out or other camps or anything like that anything you're looking forward to um,
2: it's a lot of arena football teams that has been contacting us um, I wouldn't mind I don't want to do it but I wouldn't mind going back just to get the film and everything like that, just to, you know, send it off to the coaches and stuff like that, just to show them what I'm doing or whatever and what I can bring to the game to help them win the championship or just put more depth on the line or just show them that, you know, I can protect their quarterback. Um at, at the time we don't have no camps or anything like that coming up. Mm-hmm. But my agent, he's basically gonna keep me updated with everything. And he told me just to just to play my part, keep training, eat right, stay healthy and when the phone rings, we gotta be ready.
0: Yeah, well, I know everybody hopes something happens for you soon. Um, you know what, whatever happens to be, you know, I think uh, I know you're, uh, I know you're faithful, and I know you believe that um, things gonna happen the way they're supposed to happen. So, you know, so if if the path is through through arena football, you know, to to get you where you need to be eventually, then you know, then then so be it if it's not then then it's not you know but uh you know certainly hope uh, whatever happens you know but i i could see something where uh you know where if you or if you went back to arena and you dominated you know maybe it would open some eyes yes, sir. yeah so um yeah so uh I mean, it's good to know things are, you know, um, I guess moving along for you. Um, still following, following the dream. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a drag with, with the COVID and everything. So you just gotta, you just gotta keep, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, yeah, like your, like your agent's telling you to do, right? I was gonna say, so, uh, so you you drawing some interest interest from uh, from NFL teams. You think uh, you think maybe if nothing happens this season, you think maybe there's potential you can get some get an invite or two to you know to a training camp maybe next season. Uh, most
2: most definitely, most definitely. Uh, I know it, I know it'll happen. Um, I just gotta keep working. And if I do get an invite to a training camp or something like that, I'm gonna show them why I should have been in the league. And the, like, the same way I dominate the Arena League, I'm going to dominate the NFL. It, it, people just like, ask me, like, how do I think I can just jump from Arena League to get to the NFL? At, at Me, personally, at the end of the day, it is the same thing. You're still playing football. Like, the only difference is that Arena Football, that's only 50 yards, and the NFL, it's 100 yards. That's the only difference to me. But I'm a ball player, and no, I really do this. I was born for this. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. I can understand that. Um, you know, you wouldn't be the first guy to jump from uh, from the arena league either.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It was uh, was it was it Kurt Warner?
0: Kurt Warner, yeah.
2: Of course, yeah, I think he
0: he did some things in between too. I think. Yeah, I mean the story of him. I think he played in Arena League, and I think he, uh, I think he did some uh, bagging of groceries and stuff too in there. Yeah. And the next thing you know, he's, uh, you know, he's playing in the NFL, and he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. It's, Most uh, it's crazy, you know. Things can happen.
2: Yeah, I actually, uh, I was talking to Kurt Warner a couple of times on Twitter. You know, he was just telling me like the, the Rams that gave them, gave him that opportunity, and you know, he told me that continue to train stay ready stay healthy and he was just like he, he was just giving me positive vibes you know just telling me to stay strong and everything like that and he looking forward to seeing me playing the league and everything like that he was just telling me like stay prayed up and keep the faith and just you know don't give up and i just i thank him for that though yeah yeah definitely
0: so uh What's your thoughts on uh, just kind of what you've seen in the NFL this season with uh, I mean, it's, it's really been a strange season with with all the injuries, the positive COVID tests, you know, um, someplace allowing, you know, some teams allowing some fans in um, just the whole environment, the whole vibe of the league is just a little bit a little bit different um i don't know if i want to say it's a little bit off because you know i'm I'm still enjoying watching the games and everything but you know
2: what's your thought on the nfl this year it's 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 actually it's, it's very different you know i watched the games a couple of times and i thought it was like a lot of fans in the stands but I guess they got like little poster boards of like fake fans up there, so I'm like, oh, those are not yeah. fans for real, and that kind of kind of threw me off. And I'm just here, like it sounded like that the stadium is packed, and I'm like, but it's really not people in there. I was like, dang, that's got to be crazy. Um, and then with all the injuries, I've never seen the NFL have this many injuries ever in, in my life watching football. The NFL, I've never seen this many injuries, and it's just uh, seeing that. If one person catches COVID, then they shut down the whole facility. It's, it's just crazy. It's it's definitely a different season this year. It's definitely a different season this year. But you know the guys, they I feel like they doing what they I'm, I feel like they doing what they gotta do as, as their part, um, staying healthy and everything like that. Um, they still playing the game. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's different. It's, it's real different this year. Yeah,
0: it's, you have to respect the, the players. It's, you know, can't be an easy environment. I mean, they, they essentially went in with very limited training camp and no preseason. And,
2: exactly.
0: You know, I think, I don't know if that's the cause of the injuries. It certainly kind of feels like that's that's part of it, is that the yeah. guys, you know, weren't as prepared just because of the situation you know yeah. i don't think i don't think the players are to blame or anything they you know they i'm sure they all did what they could
2: uh-huh. you
0: know to be ready but um, it, it's just it's just a little bit different but i think overall the nfl has done done a pretty good job of holding things together and you know still putting you know a really good product out there for everybody to watch and most of the most of the, uh, you know, aside from injuries, most of the guys have been out there all the time. You know, um, the COVID, COVID cases have have caused, you know, a few games to be uh, postponed, but Postpone, not, yes. yeah, not as many as I thought. I thought there was mm-hmm. going to be more. So um, but like we said, hopefully that's uh, hopefully that's. Getting close to an end. I don't know if that's going to have any impact, um, you know, before the football season's over or not. Probably not. But, um, you know, I I talked on this podcast with some folks way back, um, you know, before the season and Mm -hmm. really didn't think there was going to be anywhere near 16 games played this year. And and it's kind of looking like it's going to be pretty close to 16 unless something drastic happens now. Yeah. So. Um, so Jarvis, what, uh, what would you, what would you like to, uh, to say to, to the fans out there, to your supporters, you know, to, to everybody in Cleveland, I, I guess. And, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe some folks not, not in Cleveland who might be listening to,
2: um, well, I got, I, I got a fan base in Seattle <laughs> and I got a fan base in Cleveland and some out in, uh, Colorado, I just want to tell them, I, you know, I appreciate all of them supporting me all across the world. Um, just, you know, like I say, while I'm training, they, they make the noise for me. You know, they, they're just literally tagging everybody, tagging coaching staff, all that. Just, to, you know, what I'm saying, just to gain someone's attention while I'm training and doing what I have to do. Uh, my fan base is very loyal. These are some loyal people. I appreciate every last one of them. Like I said, once I sign, it's 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 gonna be big. I was saying, <laughs> I made a post like a while back. I was like, when I sign, it's gonna. I'm just gonna have like a huge barbecue at my house, and <laughs> I stand by everything that I, I I say. I stand by it. But uh, I appreciate every last one of them, and it's it's, it's not over yet. I'm, I'm definitely going to make it. It's not over yet. So just keep the faith, keep fighting with me for real.
0: Well, we're all pulling for you, Jarvis. Uh, we want you know want to see your dreams come true. So, uh, so keep at it, and uh, we we'll, uh you know we hope to hope to see it happen for you soon.
2: Yes, sir. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Well, good talking to you. All right.
2: All right. You too. All
0: right. All right. This has been the Browns Blitz, and we will catch you next time.